Welcome aboard this special flight EK000, where we aim to bring you all the latest updates, trip reports, tips, and with the occasional special guest on this fortnightly unofficial EK podcast. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the journey. Hello, ladies and gents. Welcome to episode number three of the EK podcast. Today is the 6th of January 2020. A very happy new year. All the best. Safe travels uh, 2020 and beyond. This is, of course, a show where we cover everything to do with Emirates unofficially. Uh, and in this podcast today, we have a fantastic lineup of the latest news as we enter into 2020. But before we begin, if you have any um, advice, any tips, any comments, any criticisms, any complaints, anything at all, feel free to share them with me at hi at ekpodcast.com or via Instagram or Twitter. All the links are in the description of this podcast in the notes in iTunes. Or better yet, you can go on to ekpodcast.com and all the links to this podcast and all the blogs and all the information relating to this um, is available on there. So in terms of one of the first uh, news that broke just before we hit the new year, was Sir Tim Clark, Emirates president, is stepping down at, yeah, that's right, at age 70. He has been with the airline. Oh gosh, just before um, I and my um, younger self, um, in the early 90s, one of my first flights. So he's been around for 35 years. So he has seen a tremendous, a tremendous, a success in the airline, the low points, the high points of the Gulf War, and the Dubai, uh, the property crisis that happened, and the bubble burst. Um, so they've seen uh, ups and downs. And credit to you know Tim Clark, whom many of you will know, whether you know of him or you've listened to the famous uh, podcasts on the Emirates uh, flight. Um, He's stuck around for a long time uh, and I think it's safe to say, aside from it being a 9-to-5 job, uh, which probably wasn't a 9-to-5 job, it was probably more than that given the um, enormous pressure um, of that title. But you can tell that it was more than just a job, it was probably more than a, 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 a more of a hobby. Many within the industry have said there's, you know, he is unique in what he does and there is no person like him. Um, he's a fantastic deal breaker and of course we've seen um, he was one of the people who made the deals for the bigger aircraft, the A380, more recently the A350s. He really does have an influence over these aircraft manufacturers and getting them to um, uh, accept the deal that Emirates have um, um, brought forward. As of yet, no replacement has been uh, assigned of uh, this title going forward. He will be leaving in June 2020. But uh, what is um, slightly uh, coming at a surprise is the fact that he won't entirely be leaving. He will be um, on a um, sort of a, a, an advisory um, role as well. So he'll still be getting the paycheck, although in a different form. So it's kind of uh, good to know that his legacy will live on and he will have an influence um, going 
forward. And of course, um, Tim Clark, Sir Tim Clark, um, he was awarded the knighthood uh, in in Britain in twenty fourteen by the Queen. So he has a tremendous record behind him, wishing him all the best. And it'll be interesting times for Emirates ahead to see how they really cope with someone who has been with the airline since day one. You know, when Air Emirates had one aircraft, their first flight to Pakistan, to Karachi, um, and then they grew from there. And the Emirates has seen a growth. Uh, Emirates is probably one of the airlines that has seen a growth like no other um, to see how they cope post Tim Clark. Um, so yeah, let's uh, let's keep an eye middle of this year, uh, and I think it goes without saying. Any people might be thinking we'll see the the real result in June twenty twenty when he leaves. I probably say it will be twelve to eighteen months after that, because uh, everything they're doing, everything planning wise, strategy wise, is not just short term, um, but long term. So if he's working today, he's working for the next eighteen to twenty four months, and. Should anything go wrong, I would say start of 2022, that's when, you know, we can kind of hold whoever takes his place. The second news um, for today is that just as I was about to record this podcast, a press release came out in regards to vegan options on uh, Emirates. And Emirates is celebrating um, what it's calling Vegunary, which is... January, but it's uh, for the entire month of January specifically, and it's amazing dishes um, for uh, vegan uh, vegans or vegan enthusiasts. What's surprising to me though is the fact that these um, five dishes are only available as a main course option only in first and business class. Ouch. Um, as a as a wide traveller, as a cattle class traveller, and this is a bit of a disappointment because I don't really tend to have good luck with um, food um, with Emirates all the time. I would say it's a 60-40 um, mostly. Um, so although on the vegan options aren't th- um, going to be applied to all of the routes, it's only Dubai to America. Europe, Australia, New Zealand, South Africa, and Addis Ababa, and um, they are offering a vegan option only on one of the sectors in economy, which is Addis Ababa. Um, I wish it was just rolled out, you know, throughout the entire network. That would have been amazing. Last year, according to Emirates, they served three hundred forty-five thousand special plant-based meals to customers um, traveling with. Emirates, which is amazing, and the airline's got over 170 vegan recipes um, in its kitchen. Um, it, can, it should be noted that you know if you are interested in a vegan option, you can have a special meal request as you normally do. It should be noted that if you are interested in a vegan-based meal, you can do a special request, you know, by logging in to your Emirates um, booking and you can request a vegan meal. It doesn't matter whether you're in economy, business or first. Um, but if you're like myself and this needs a podcast in its entirety um, in relation to meals on Emirates flights, but if you're someone like me who orders a special meal 
But then when you get on board, you're like, nah, I think I'm going to stick with the standard meal. And then that gives me a good option because in my experience, I've found that the crew are really flexible. So if you tell them um, that, you know, you don't want the special meal, you just have a standard meal. I've, I've yet to be bounced back and say, you know, you have to have the meal that you've been assigned. They're actually relaxed about it. They say, hey, okay, um, just refuse it when, when we come with the meal and we'll give you a standard meal. And that's never been a problem with me. So, yes, you can order a vegan meal. I've yet to try it out, but, you know, um, it'd be probably my next flight, which is going to be really soon in a few weeks' time, a couple of weeks. Um, I will give that a go just to see what it's like because what I tend to find is is that meals between Europe to Dubai are fine. You know, it's it's okay. It's actually, it's actually quite decent. But the moment you get a flight from Dubai to the, the Asia, uh, the meal quality just goes downhill rapidly. And that includes not only the onboard meals, but the actual Emirates Lounge Network as well in Asia. I've tried Shanghai, I've tried Hong Kong, uh, and it just seems as if the quality really isn't there. So I'm extremely excited about this new plant-based uh, meal that's being offered I only hoped or wish that they would be rolling it out irrespective of the class that you're travelling in. And last but not least, the highlights for Emirates in 2019 as we enter a new decade, although it could be argued uh, whether this is a new decade. 58, approximately 58 million passengers carried to and through Dubai. Now this is down 1.5% or 1.7%. Uh, and the reason what, um, why Emirates say this is done is because of the runway closure that we had in 2019, which meant reduced schedule, which means fewer aircraft, which meant fewer people. Um, so that is to be expected. More than 35 million pieces of baggage. That is phenomenal. 159 destinations in 85 countries. Again, that is mind-blowing. It's got 20, uh, 271 modern aircraft in its fleet and more coming. The new A350s, which have been purchased at the Dubai Air Show. Um, again, uh, the A380s currently are only limited in terms of the number of years left on them. A380s sadly won't be being uh, produced any longer. Um, but A350s, let's see what we have in store. And the new redesigned 777s as well. Um, I've actually flown in one of them. Fantastic kit. Three new destinations were launched. Uh, the most recent one being Mexico via Barcelona, which I touched upon in um, in the last podcast. That was um, successful. And uh, also Emirates is boasting three new A380 destinations, Riyadh, Cairo and Muscat. And uh, I believe it's Muscat that is the shortest A380 route I think it's only about 40 minutes, which is absolutely insane. Of course, aside from the numbers, um, Emirates have or did, did um, launch the first remote check-in terminal whereby staff come to your house, pick your bags up, give you your boarding pass, um, although it did come at a price and I think it was mainly first and business class passengers that have uh, made the most of it. Um, talking about meals... 63 million meals were served on flights departing just Dubai alone, um, which is 
and uh, 180k unique playlists created on ice ahead of travel. So this is the Emirates app on your phone whereby you can create or set up a schedule of what you want to watch on the plane before you step on the plane. I have yet to still use this only because, number one, if I do want to watch something entertaining, I've got my iPad or I've got my laptop um, because I find the aircraft touchscreens, depending on how old the aircraft is and the touchscreen, literally you having to punch the screen just to, you know, hit the back button or hit something on the screen. Um, so it's, I find it frustrating and to me an iPad screen, uh, once you start using an iPad and you go into something else, it's very hard to um, come off that. Um, and lastly, over 13 million Wi-Fi connections on board. Wi-Fi in the sky was, I think, one of the main things that I loved um, Emirates announcing. And, uh, and I will be doing an episode on the Skywards program in its entirety on one of the podcasts in the future. And being a Gold member, having Wi-Fi is just amazing. And I believe it was in 2019 where, because I travelled to China quite a lot via Emirates, before the case was when you were travelling from the UK to Dubai, the Wi-Fi would be great in, in, in the majority of times. But as you entered Chinese airspace, the Wi-Fi would just go off because the Chinese didn't want, um, there was some sort of um, legal issue where they didn't want people online. But then... In 2019 or late 2018, Emirates in China came together and they um, allowed people to uh, use Wi-Fi on board, which was amazing, especially if you're doing business like I am and you always need to be connected and get into emails. It just means your your travel experience is better because you're not just fiddling your thumb or just looking at the onboard ice screen to see when this goddamn plane is going to land. Um. But yeah, that is it for this um, episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Again, please, I would love if you would uh, pass some comments over. ekpodcast.com. You can email me at hi at ekpodcast.com. Join me on Twitter, Instagram. Again, all the links are on the website and in the show notes for this episode. Take care and I'll see you in the next episode. Cheers. <laughs>